0: There could be more to the case that meets the
1: eye. Guess mm-hmm. mm-hmm. touch mm-hmm. <sighs> oh,
0: so awesome. yeah. You
1: seem to be amazing.
0: to the case that meets the eye. Always
1: with Christ, you might see.
2: What is going on guys solo here for another video be sure to like comment share and subscribe if you're new to the channel as we are currently growing the channel I appreciate it Uh, if you missed the video the case file video we did yesterday uh, definitely uh, check that out Um, that was really hilarious and funny I hope you guys are having a good well Saturday and a good weekend don't forget, available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and Anchor, reaching over 800 plays eventually. Uh, appreciate all the support. Um, shout out to D-Rock Din from the last uh, stream we had, and uh, Doug for the cash apps. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, shout out to the people who came through early, knew what was going on. Uh, Prime was going on. Kid was going on. Uh, let's see. Oh. Black men, being uh, really honest, what's up? Uh, check your email. I definitely did uh, hit you up with the email. Leo, fellow uh, uh, nerd niggas out here. Uh, Lando, what's going on? <laughs> Charlotte in the house. <laughs> God. Okay, Lando. Uh, what's going on? Scary day. What's going on? What's going on? I uh, appreciate you guys coming through early on this uh, morning or afternoon, based on what time you're, you're where you're located. Um, we're here with Edward Anderson, a.k.a. I always call him uh, Long Wind Jutsu. Uh I always poke fun of him, but I think he knows I'm just happy messing around. Uh We were supposed to do this uh actually for a while, so I'm glad we were finally able to set this up. This is his first time, I think, on my channel. Went to one to one. So, uh, Edward, what's going on, man? Appreciate you coming through.
3: Yeah, nothing much, man. You know, it's. You know, like I said, you got a real interesting channel, real interesting content selection. So I'm doing good. I'm I'm ready for this interview and ready for these questions, man. It's been a minute since I've done an interview because I typically don't do interviews, um and that's not because I don't like to do interviews. It's just my channel was, was more like a vlog, so I kind of took the opportunity to kind of change it up a little bit, starting with this. So
2: very exciting. A- that's what's up, man? Uh, so my first question, man, is uh, what made you start your YouTube channel?
3: So I came to YouTube a pretty interesting way. As far as what mm-hmm. had me start in this space was I was on <laughs> – I was on, I'll say, a YouTuber a 1.0 channel, kind of got introduced to the Manosphere in a real interesting way, but we'll start it at BGS Igmore's channel. So basically, I found BGS Igmore's channel about 2015, although I've been in other places in the older version of Manusphere 4, but I was on his eight-hour hangouts a lot. You know, I was doing Uber and some other stuff, as well as some other stuff. So I would be around for all his eight-hour hangouts. We call them the Coliseum Hangouts, and pretty much that's how I kind of got known. And then between his subscribers and like O'Shea subscribers, and I'd even argue a little bit of Angerman Man subscribers, I decided to create my own channel. Part of it is because it gave me an outlet to kind of put out my thoughts because you can only do so much when there's other people. Um, they need to obviously get in on the conversation as well. And also because I kind of felt like the main problem was not being addressed. It was the issue uh, mainly the main problem with 1.0, and 1.0 was great, but the older, well, 1.0 was they weren't addressing the gynocracy, and BGS was addressing it, but it wasn't being addressed as focused enough as it needed to be. So that's kind of the platform by which I built my channel, and that's why you see it's something that I often go back to.
2: Mm-hmm. And so that's uh, pretty much said, how I got started. something that uh, I, that's, uh, that's kind of why I started my channel as well, because you know, there's when you hear certain perspectives out here in this space, it's very—it could be very limiting, right? Um, sometimes you may not be able to relate to certain people, uh, YouTubers, um, and honestly, I'd say this: there's only a small amount of people I can relate to, um, especially from the 2.0. It's, there's not a lot of them I can relate to. Um, not a lot of them that um, maybe may get some—I may get some references from. You know, it's not a lot of them out there. So. I think it is good to create your own uh channel, especially if you, you might have some different thoughts versus someone else right um I know a lot of the topics are talked about several times, but it is different when you have a different perspective from a different age group. This is why once again I'm promoting my uh this panel I plan on doing where we have all gen z all gen Z people in this space and we do i, do, I go i go we talk about what the fuck like do y'all care about the space? Like, what, what do y'all think about the space as people who potentially will be having to deal with future issues that even me, I won't, I won't deal with, right? Because eventually what's supposed to happen is I'm supposed to pass, I'm supposed to hand a torch to the younger folk, the people who 18, 19, 20 year olds, that's what's supposed to happen, right? So uh, I think it's good that you have to get your different perspectives, right? And um, I think that's pretty important. So uh, what were you doing before YouTube? Were you on any other, like, forums or websites or anything like that?
3: Yeah, like, what I was um, doing, so the way that I kind of came before YouTube, because you got to remember, I'm 34 years old, so Mm -hmm. I was dealing with YouTube in the beginning, the very beginning. I just didn't have content on there, Um, you know, I'd say 2007. But for the most part, as far as in the Red Pill space, like I I came kind of in the travel space. So traveling, um, you know, basically there's a guy by the name of Charles Tyler, you know, rest in peace. And he was kind of like one of the the, at least black godfathers of because he was on blog talk radio of black men traveling. To um, date basically what I would call intercultural dating. And I'm one that coined pretty much coined that term. So intercultural dating. And um, but he called it African-American women versus African-American, African-Brazilian, Afro-Brazilian women. Would you date? And this comes from like a lot of the uh, documentary frustrated with algaes and all that That stuff is still up there. Just type in frustrated algaes on YouTube for the audience. You all will find it. And pretty much that spurned. kind of a lot of the precursors to like the blog, the blog talk radio and stuff like that. And even before that I was on um, a lot of travel websites, um, the travel and stuff like that. So that's kind of where I come from with it because I've already been entrepreneurial and, um, yeah direct sales is kind of what i've gotten involved into but that's kind of like what led me into this stuff that ended up led me to bgs because i actually found bgs's channel by chance and he just happened to be connected to somebody else that was connected to charles tyler cause he had a facebook group so yeah that's pretty much like a lot of as far as i do a lot of things when it comes to youtube as far as what i'm involved into so um and other channels that I'm actually about to start. Um, like a channel is going to be rotated more around business. So it'll get, it's, it's more of the, um, not the what's going on question, but what do you need to do about it question uh, mm-hmm. from a business perspective. And that's going to focus more on not investing, but like sales and rubber meets the road, you know, putting money in your pocket so you can flip it into the investing, like your cryptos and your Forexes and stuff like that.
2: Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, same. I I agree with you on that. You know, it, it is interesting how um, people find a space. It could be from it could be from someone like Green Gorilla. Like you said, BGS. It could be from O'Shea. Um, for me, it was my brother who <laughs> was trying to give me advice and said, hey, go, you should listen to Tariq Dasheed. I'm like, this nigga sounds lame. <laughs> OK. And then I found some other people and I found O'Shea. I'm like, oh, O'Shea. Wow. He's uh, when he was doing his old classic like one on one uh, like uh, commentaries like i really i really I, re- I was really listening in on that because it was just him talking about you know what he dealt with i'm like wow, this is good like i i'm new to this and then i found everyone else i found the, the black rams i found uh you know all the anger man's everyone. and that's how it kind of happens um that's how you find the space you you find one channel and then that channel links to all like a spider web effect it just links to everyone that's how that it did. is
3: Yeah, Yeah, and Tariq speaks to a certain lane, but, I mean, there's people that even the Manosphere doesn't have. Like, for instance, Daquan is a bigger channel than most YouTubers. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's somebody that would – probably speak more to kind of your sensibilities even more than O'Shea uh he's his his channel's like I think like 200,000 at this point but he's you know he talks about Dragon Ball Z he talks but every once in a while he'll talk about certain things that may kind of be related to what we talk about Mm -hmm. um but he but he he's shown me he can. There's there's channels out there that either not the Manosphere aren't connected to, and that's why I've said before, like when I say when I promote your channel, I say kind of you're kind of serving as kind of like a bridge, because even though a lot of people have known that they kind of need to get into more geekdom stuff because angry man has dabbled in that as well because he's you know he's definitely into that stuff it's just his brand for whatever reason hasn't led to that point and he hasn't made a point of forcing the issue because sometimes he gets typecast as being like a street dude even Mm -hmm. though he knows more about like comics and stuff than most than even the people that that's all they do Mm -hmm. um But you know how it is. You look a certain type of way, you're going to be addressed in a certain type of way. Um, So that that's that's where that is. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, It's funny you say that because the the way you look, you know, so people judge you. But I think that's kind of why I think I I needed I needed people to see who I was, because I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to me. The way you sound, too. Yeah, Uh, there's a lot of people that can relate to me that you may not be able to relate to others. And being under an avatar, I'm gonna be honest, as a YouTuber, if you're not doing heavy editing, if you're not doing heavy, 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 some type of deep editing, pre-recorded videos or something, then being faceless, it holds you back a little bit, especially based on how your voice sounds. But it, it's been done before on YouTube. Okay, there are several channels out there that you, you don't know who, how, who the fuck they look like. All right, but for the space specifically, to get that to get relatable to people, right? You gotta, you know, that's the. It's 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 a way. It's stronger to connect with people now than before. I think. I think. I think more people can connect with me more than they were when I was just my Harvey Den avatar. You know.
3: Yeah, I won't, I won't do, cause you know, I've gone, you know, people will argue that with me back and forth as far as sometimes I'm on the other side of that conversation, but I won't disagree that it holds you back. A lot of people will go as far as to say it's impossible or it's not possible. I would, I would liken to, it's kind of like having, I won't say a f well, yeah, I would say it's like having like your back, one of your back tires be flat. It does. It does um, hold you back, but it definitely because I'll tell you, if I have my face on, i would probably be bigger. But I have my only I have I have certain reasons why I do that. Like technically, Edward Edward is not my um, it's not my first name. It's my middle. It's one of my middle names. So I actually have two middle names. So it technically is me and Anderson is my last name. But and this is my this is my picture. This is just a cartoonified version of it um so you know if, if if you care if you're somebody that you care about growing then i would say you know rip off the band-aid show your face because somebody's gonna identify with it um and then whoever identifies with it, chances are are your audience you're trying to get anyway
1: mm-hmm.
3: and yeah but if you don't care and it's a different reason on youtube because a lot of people on youtube for social networking reasons they want to be a part of the conversation Mm-hmm. Then there's that too, but I have my reasons because I show my face in other sectors of YouTube, and mm-hmm. it's not that I'm afraid or I'm, I won't stand on what I stand on, but it just that's just what I prefer to do at this point. Now that may change in the future. Like I'll probably show a lot more pictures and stuff, but as you can see with certain people, even pictures don't matter. But at the end of the day, too, I wanted people to stand on the points that I was talking to. And if they and if, if not them not seeing me gets in the way of them doing that, then quite frankly, they're not ready to hear what needs to be heard anyway. That's how I did it. But it it's everybody to each his own. Cause I've definitely um seen people come and g- come that have gotten past me and they do show their face. Now I will say this. I have purposely depressed my channel. Like I misspell words. I do a lot of dumb, for lack of a better term, dumb shit. I don't tag my stuff like I could because technically I'm an internet marketer. So if I wanna, if if I wanna tag my, if I wanna, if I wanna really push my channel, which is what I'm about to start to do, I definitely could do it, and I could definitely break past that um, face thing easily because it's a matter of exposure. That's really what it is. And at the end of the day, this is a uh, we do it in a podcast style, but I would say this. If you want to grow faster, easier, yeah, you definitely need to show your face if you want to do that, especially with black people. Black people have a unique thing about that, where they want, especially on voice, because I've been um, people have tried to comment on my voice. and infl- I'll say this. So you have like Donna. I don't know if you know who Donovan Sharp is,
1: but yeah. Donovan.
3: yeah so Donovan, Donovan didn't always show his face. Now, Donovan didn't care. But when people first met him, when people first saw him in this space, because he came through O'Shea, you know, they, Donovan sounded the way he sounded. Now, I could tell he was black, but I didn't think he looked like he looked like, <laughs> you know, I didn't think he looked like that. Because <laughs> Donovan, Donovan looked like a dude, that, like he will be, he can be, beat your ass, but you wouldn't think that. You know, hearing his voice and I've noticed how dudes will respond to it, how women will respond to it. And then when they see him as a complete 180 and even with me, it's not so much a 180, but people will say, I don't look how I sound. My point is, I'm here. I was here and I'm still here for to make the points to, to, to bring truth, to bring not even truth. Then let's get It's candor. There's a lack of candidness in the Black community and people are finding ways to weasel out of actually having a conversation in a candid way and voice inflection and certain credibility the Negroes find that's important. At the end of the day, is what you're saying making sense or can you actively disprove what somebody's saying? This is what other groups look at and that's what they pay attention to. Then they find the credibility killers if they realize what you're saying is fundamentally wrong. We don't do that to people, but we'll get into that. But yeah, I
2: mm-hmm. agree with you on the face. Yeah, you you dropped some bombs, bro. Uh we we have like I think forty people in the chat, man. Can we uh please like the video and get it up to forty? Definitely do appreciate that. Um uh, from the Nerd Pill gang. I uh, what's going on, Ike? Uh, fellow Niger Brother, what's going on, Ike? Uh I will be on his channel on December twenty-first and I'll be on Red Sings of Blues channel tomorrow. So Look out okay. for that. Yeah, I so I uh, you mentioned some interesting things. First of all, you mentioned kind of the uh, being able to talk about uh, thinking men like issues versus then at uh, then the next day talking about Dragon Ball Z. The next, um, I think that uh, the reason why uh, Nerd Pill even exists, right? Because there are a lot of, I mean, a lot of black men here who uh, are into pop culture. I mean, pop culture is a global thing. It's a thing that's very mainstream. I mean. Um, Star Wars references, Pokemon references, Dragon Ball Z references, you know, Angry Man. I, I, there's, th- these things are very common, right? And um, like I said, when I was on Bernard's, uh, Riley's channel, there was a time where I had I said something about Pokemon. And it's like, I don't know if it's because his audience was older, but some of his audience didn't yeah. know what I was talking about. And to me, that was like, bro, okay, keep this in sure. mind. I, I don't know if you, I, I told you, but I was in the anime community before on YouTube long years ago, right? Um and back then, I was I was showing my face all the time, you know. I was showing my face all the time, but I had said a Pokemon reference and people didn't understand it and that kind of like that was troubling to me. I'm like, "Really? Like you but yeah, you his, guys
3: is audience are older like
2: Yeah. yeah that's what but that you, is. You they're,
3: they're millennials and Gen X."
2: Yeah, but you guys say all these nerdy references in the chat. I I be I be subscribed to other channels. I see all the references in the world in the chat. I'm like, "Okay, wait. Y'all definitely know what I'm talking about. So I'm like, okay, wait, maybe, maybe that's what, uh, that's where I like, let me fill a void, right? Let me fill a void where, yes, we can talk about uh, what uh, black men go through, but sometimes we can talk about what the hell Mandalorian, what what episode on Mandalorian we're we're nerding out on. Maybe we can talk about the recent MCU movie that way. At least we're kind of mixing it up. Right. Because let's, let's just be honest talking about the sisterhood 24 seven can be exhausting. All right. It can um, Talking about that 24-7 can be exhausting, at least for me. Um, so that kind of allows me to recharge. Okay, now, okay, uh, we can talk about the Video Game Awards. Oh, look, something came out. The PS5 came out. Let's talk about the PS5. And then we can go back and talk about what other issues we're dealing with. So I think that... No, I don't... Uh, there, like you said, I don't know if there's a lot of people doing that. Um, so... There's I, not. My channel is kind of a experiment, right? Um, but um, that's why it's like... The, my direction is I don't have really a model to look at. I really don't. Um I'm just kind of like so what I'm doing right now is just full experiment. Um but so far yeah.
3: like you're delving into the our side of it more than what more like there's channels I could show you to talk about it, but they still they don't do exactly what you do. Like like um amazing Lucas doesn't won't delve into what we're talking. He does more he he's like the closest I can really tell he, him and it's another dude too it's like the closest that could be a model but they don't they keep it real general Um, but they, they stay more yeah they're kind of close but they don't merge it as well as much as what you do but they do do it very 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 close to it Um, um Amazing Lucas is like a 200k um, channel and he keeps it more on trending news as far as the anime thing you know, there's different levels to anime and geekdom, because geekdom is not the same necessarily as anime. Anime is kind of a sub of that. And mm. I know channels like Heavenly Controller and um, yeah. a couple yeah. of channels that delve in that, but yeah. but I, I can't tell you a whole list of those channels like that. Um, so there's a difference between the comics and the anime stuff. And see people just outside of that wouldn't really know that. So when you deal with the deep anime, even though Pokemon, Pokemon I could... I Star Wars is more mainstream, and it's been mainstream. You know, X Men and stuff is mainstream. So when you start, and even Pokemon technically should be, but a lot of black people weren't doing Pokemon like that. Versus Dragon Ball Z is something that a lot of black men are starting to come out and say they dealt with. Even dudes that were former street dudes, they they at least know what it is, or they kind of got back into it as it kind of reemerged. But yeah, I would have been surprised. But but as far as saying it in a reference like that, like when I make references like it like Red Pill raids compared to Anakin Skywalker and shit like that, like they'll get that because you got to remember the prequels and stuff in our age now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I might not get a Pokemon reference if it's too deep because the the Pokemon I, I dealt with was like the original version, and then mm-hmm. as it's gotten and maybe once it got to Silver past Silver and Gold um past gold i really yeah other than what i'm gonna see on netflix or the movie that just came out so i could kind of see them doing that that's another thing too when we look at our analytics it doesn't skew young like we was actually surprised like most of my the vast majority of people that listen to me are either my age meaning they're in that 25 34 category they're they're like in the next bracket and mm-hmm. then it drops in the bracket below so i don't have a lot of people listening to me so I've talked about doing the Zillennial panel, but quite frankly, it's probably going to be better if a Zillennial does it. And that's why I've held back on it because mm-hmm. cause I want to um, jump back to that real, real quick. The thing about it is Zillennials will occupy the entire prime dating market, which is, you know, the market in your 20s, 21 to 30 um, mm-hmm. or 20, you know, let's just say the 30 um, in eight years. Young, the oldest millennials, I think, are like 22, maybe 23. My youngest brother is 24. He'll be 25 in March. Mm-hmm. Um, So he's like a bleeding-edge millennial to Zillenium. Um, So the thing about it is, yeah, their voice does matter because every year you all are right. taking more and more of what's relevant, especially when it comes to what these females are crying about. So yeah, y'all voice definitely needs to be heard. That's mm-hmm. going to be better ran by a millennial, mm-hmm. which is actually another reason why mm-hmm. I... um it, I said you know promote the channel and Say okay let's kind of infuse your Stuff with some subscribers and stuff Because they need to understand it you know There's a channel that speaks to them from A demographic standpoint even though they come To our stuff and they're welcome to do so As well um, So yeah and that's something that like They're going to understand more because you got to remember this one, your, your generation and my generation Because I'm more of a mid-level uh, Millennial mm-hmm. is that That stuff is Accepted Like We were on the tail end of that you would consider lame and a geek doing that. That still exists, but that doesn't exist nowhere near as strong as stuff like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as anime has gotten a lot more. It's still subculture, but it's got a lot more. Main subculture than it was completely like Ghost in the Shell. As Hollywood has tried to do these movies, a lot of post Matrix and stuff like that, especially with the rep. So a lot and a lot of black men are coming out with this is the stuff that they like to do. And you're seeing certain like I, I kind of point Angry Man as a reference. These are not dudes that you would associate with the stuff. So it's you know, and then as interracialism becomes a lot more normalized as well, like it's not even an issue even behind it. You know, now, because there there are some black women that are into that stuff, but now it's being seen as the, the, the extra, extra hood shit, and you don't know nothing else. Like, just this, like, raw hood shit with nothing else on the side is kind of being considered, okay, well, you're not really on anything other than the basic shit people are on. And so that's, the culture's changed. So it's different for you all than when we were coming up, which is just like it is from even older millennials. So that's,
2: yeah, that's that. Correct, and um, yeah, you're dropping a lot of bombs, Ed. It's good stuff. Um, see, so see now, like in, like in my, my audience, right, it's like if you, if someone wants to be in my chat and say Star Wars, like everyone will look at them funny, like, you don't know what Star Wars. like, see, that, that's what I wanted to create because I feel like there should be a space for that. There should be a space for that in this space. You know, and of course, like I said, it's just just for people to be comfortable, right? It's okay if you want to say all the weird ass references you want from Thundercats. It's all right. You can do that here, right? Um, so that's why I think this shit is very and important. And I know, would say
3: too, gaming oh, changed wait. a lot of the culture too.
2: Wait, 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 hold on, because you're, you're driving too many bombs. I gotta catch up. <laughs> uh, long, okay. wind, long wind, long juice in the house. Uh, so also, um, what really made me think about gen z right is uh young swift shout out to young swift the dude is 17 years old bro he i seen him on fantastic channel he saw he's been he's on my channel and I, I got him on the panel i got him on a panel once and i've never seen him on a panel before this guy is 17 okay like that's a big deal like and i know people may not some older people being like ah oh, whatever these young niggas fuck them but it's a big deal because after the pink pill there will be like pink pill interns, I call them, Ed. There will be more of them. There will be more pink pills. There will be more bald eagles as our worst nightmare ever, right? There will be more of them. And eventually, these, these people sure. in their 40s and 50s will not be able to handle them, okay? Eventually, we're going to have to deal with bullshit. Y'all won't have to. Well, you know, you're, you're 34, right? You're 34. You'll, you'll deal with you'll, Yeah, you'll, you and me will deal with the same fuckery. Like, in, in the next 10 years, we'll deal with it, right? But people in their 50s, 60s, no. They won't be here, all right? So... They matter. And my thing is, if you want this space to be, to grow and have longevity, right? The one thing that we have is time, okay? That's why when I see a channel that, oh, I'll start a channel when you're 50 years old, no shade, right? But you don't have time. Young Swift has a lot of time. Black curls has a lot of time, okay? People like them have time, okay? And you really... If you you got to get the young people. I know right now a lot of young people don't give a shit. I, I understand, especially Gen Z. I uh, I completely understand why you don't give a shit, right? Even when I was their age, I didn't care about lots of shit, right? But they're important. You cannot ignore them. You can't. And see, that's the benefit that the other communities on YouTube have, the gaming community, because gaming's fucking mainstream. Young people, oh, young people are making channels at like fifteen now. Okay, there's you got people making making their PCs, building channels at the age of 15, bro. Imagine being on YouTube from 15 to 50. that That's, I mean, you can't, that's time, okay? That's something the space doesn't have, right? So we're definitely gonna do a stream on that. Uh, and another thing you mentioned, uh, Ed, about um, when it comes to black people, you have to convince them a bit harder, right? And when I was under the avatar, <laughs> I felt like, I had to try, I had to really, really try harder because I'm like, okay, the only way people would know that I'm just, I'm me is based on, I guess, the commentary. That's really it, right? The, the avatar doesn't really show much, but maybe the commentary does, right? That's why, like you said, came up is not necessarily a big deal, but um, will people listen to you even before you came up, right? Because just because you came up doesn't mean shit. Like they, some people came up when they started, they, they don't listen to them, right? But can people listen to you before you even do that, right? So that's why I really wanted to test that out to see how it went, and people did listen, right? But there were some people that were like, oh, "Is this guy black?" You know, I know, especially with my voice and stuff. But um, you know, that that's something to consider. But it is it is harder to convince black people, and we're talking about this in general, right? It's it, it's harder. It, it is, and it sucks that it does because I'll say this, and let me know if I'm wrong on this, Ed. When it comes to this proper YouTube white YouTube versus black YouTube, right? What I see on black on white YouTube, these guys are bland. Even the, the people that have avatars are extremely bland. <laughs> they're not, when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to being funny, when it comes to other, this, they're just not there. Right. But they all sound the same, especially the big YouTubers. They're doing the same setup, same stuff, but they all get the support. And when it comes to black YouTube, you have to try maybe 10 times harder to convince them. Like, hey, I'm actually, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to go to channel. I'm trying to be a legit YouTuber. You have to really try hard. Um, do you think I'm right on that? Or what do you think about that?
3: Yeah, I wouldn't say 10 times harder. It, it, I mean, I will say, you know, when it comes to like our women versus black women versus black men, it's easier because they have, like cuz a lot of this has to do with exposure here's the thing the thing about the sphere the man is, the black man is sphere is the black manosphere. it's kind of designed to be small it's designed to be kind of like pirate radio mm-hmm. so so even when you look at like what you're trying to do when it comes to the the anime and the geek stuff like the the actual conversations that we're having is still going to remain pretty much the same what i want to see is a lot of conversation. Think of it like, think of it like the Matrix. And there's the source, and then there's all these things that are around it. It can funnel you into it if that's a conversation you want to engage in. But um, whether it's guns, whether what guns, geekdom, sports, a lot of situations where black men are in, they hit a lot of different demographics. But the conversation itself is always going to remain relatively small, although it'll get bigger. Like relatively but you know a lot of people can't handle what we talk about like we like a lot of like for instance if you look at the the um the black nerd part the blurred situation you got mm-hmm. a lot of blurreds that it's a combination of things on the one hand i know how the community is Look, looking at the black community from a cultural standpoint i understand mm-hmm. if you don't and i'm more of a hybrid meaning I could jump in a lot of different worlds and be comfortable in it. But mm-hmm. I understand how culturally stagnant the black community can be and how they push people out of a variety of different situations. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to create a counterculture towards that. And then they're going to be pushed to where they are seeing that they're accepted as they are. So I get, so when I come across a lot of, Blurred Facebook groups in particular YouTube is a little bit is Better about it I gotta say that The YouTube blur community is much better About it but when I go into like Facebook at first it's all like Let's take, drag, take Dragon Ball Z. It's all this like it's When I go to a Facebook group that Is a blur group that they promote themselves as A black nerd group I expect to see things like icon and black stuff. Now, you can obviously the mainstream is the mainstream, so you can see everything. But I do expect conversations that will also house what may be niche to us as well as the mainstream stuff. I get that. But when I see it's just nothing but a fanboy of the mainstream stuff and then it's like I don't see the us in it, I tend to get disappointed. And like I said, uh, YouTube is a lot has been a lot better about that. I don't know if that's an evolution of it. But that's just how it came to be. But I also understand the counterculture part of it, too. Another thing to go back to is what you said about the time. These guys, these older guys, they have wisdom they can give. And because obviously they have to put their stuff in the in the um, information marketplace and it's either accepted or not. Mm-hmm. but what i will also say too is the advantage that the zillennials have that's why i comment real quick on that the advantage that the zillennials have is again the market's different what the women are did what you all what the women are facing is completely different than what um millennial women are facing because you all are a lot more on the same page as to this is who i am no fucks given you either <laughs> accept it or don't you either accept it or that mailing or or um becky is going i'm gonna find a becky that's gonna accept And just that's just by definition of numbers it's stronger numbers over there and there's a lot there's latins that are um gamers and stuff like that too on a low people just got to know how to um look for it but my point is dudes this did the racial loyal it's not that black people don't want to be black like heavenly control is actually a really good example of this Mm. you would look at him and it's not that he doesn't it's not that he says he's not, but it's just something that's not what he's gonna talk about. But you actually see how he acts outside of YouTube. He's still him, but you would be surprised at how much around black people he can be. It's just black people to reflect the stuff that he likes, like the comedy stuff and the stuff. So the point is, millennials are a lot less about sacrificing who they are for the, quote unquote Tariq Nasheed crowd. They're like, look, I understand what you all are talking about, but if you're going to tell me to give up what I'm on, to be on what you want, um, you can stay over there and I'll stay over here. And the women are facing that in a way that they've never faced that before. So they're coming to us complaining about why are these guys doing this and doing that. And what they're seeing is we're telling them we're going to tell them to, to stay true to who they are. And they have a problem with that because that's not the answer that they want so the so they're going to be a little bit different because everything's exposed they can't they can't they can't play the your mama black card and you all like they could kind of still do on millennials the millennial generation is the last generation is going to actually negotiate with these chicks the millennial generation is the first generation that's going to be no fucks given and then the what you who are teach the Generation, which is going to be worse than you all on that front. Well, at that point, it's over because millennial not be the old niggas, black men uh, to to come back to the community. We're going to say you're going to need to go get these niggas and earn them, and you're going to have to beat the mailings and the, and the marias to get them. Well, that's not the right answer. Well, you heard what Kevin Samuel said about dying alone. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we going to say.
2: So, um, yeah, I man, you you, you dropping bombs. I, know I said a lot. No, no, it's good though. This, this is this is why I call you Long Wind Jutsu. And then, you know, you know, really, I, 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 I want to start calling you. I'm gonna make you a new name. I'm gonna call him the nigga Flash because he's he's the nigga Flash right now. So imagine Flash from DC Comics, but with a black outfit. That's it. All right. So I don't know. Yeah,
3: Ed, I see. I guy. see myself as. Have you ever seen Demolition Man? Yeah, yeah. I like to see myself as Simon Phoenix. Okay. So nobody gives me that, but I'm gonna start yeah. promoting that avatar. But go ahead.
2: Yeah, that that, that that yeah. But but go ahead. Yeah, that, that's yeah. You know, I'm I'm a fan of your shit, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Um, it, it's so true. Uh, Gen Z don't give a flying galaxy fuck about shit, and that's and, a and good thing. Even and it's good. Even with millennials, right? I would say there's a percent of us that probably still care, but there are a percent of us that just don't give a shit. But Gen Z, because like I said, man, these young Gen Z people are seeing these red pill shit They're seeing the information that not just everyone's giving out into space at an early age. Okay. We, I make the joke about pink pill interns, right? But then dude, we have manosphere interns and shit. We have people like youngster young, uh, young Swift at 17, getting the information at 17. That's a pretty big deal. Okay. I mean, before they even go to college, It man. goes
3: as early as like 15 and 14. I've had people come to my stuff and say they found a manosphere when they were 15 years old. So they were in ninth grade.
2: Yeah, so you're talking about f- even bringing it lower. 15 years old. You're getting this information at 15? By the time you're even 30, you're you you're pretty much already set. You're already set. Like You not- know
3: what these chicks are doing in high school. So I can yeah. only imagine if I would have got this context with. When- and then you got to add to social media is nothing like when i was in high school you got MySpace, and everybody didn't have a computer now everybody has a phone all this tiktok bullshit these chicks they know when they get 18 they could it ain't i ain't even gonna get on only fan shit they know they because you know and then when you understand how that's structured around schools they're like a thousand people give or take the environment is so different Go
2: ahead so uh my next question uh yeah you obviously you don't have a specific youtube name you just kind of go by edward anderson is there a reason why you didn't choose some type of specific youtube name or anything like that and is it oh go ahead go ahead i want you to answer that question
3: no no well you know like the avatar Mm i did i had at first was the morpheus avatar for the matrix Mm -hmm. um and there's a multiple meanings for that it's not just because you know he was the people that unred-pilled people, and that I, like, you know, launched Fistburn. It was also that, you know, Morpheus was – he was still working for the system, just in a different way. So it also serves as a reminder. That's something I didn't talk about late. I didn't talk about until recently. But, um, no – I just said, I'm going to pick something and I'm going to do my name. Because the thing about YouTube is I can always change it up if I want to be in different groups. This is what I wanted to do in this space. I have a Facebook that's specific for this space. When I jump into um, other, like more business, I use my first name, which is Alan. Which I've taken a lot of my YouTube infrastructure down there and I'm about to rebuild that back up. Um, so that's where I'll probably show my face a lot more and stuff like that. Ultimately, because somebody asked me, what did I ultimately want to do with YouTube? Because I use YouTube more of a marketing tool than anything. In this space, I use it more like a social network. and uh, But generally, I use it like a marketing tool. But ultimately, if somebody were to say, what is a YouTube channel that I want to have, it's probably going to be more of a lifestyle slash business channel akin to what's called Shout Out to Freedom Influencer and Refusing to Settle. It'll be something like that. And that's probably something that I'll start to bring more into this space, which is more motivational type stuff, because that's something that's very masculine. There's a lot of motivational channels. Um, It does a lot of good stuff. But, yeah, it's really no real reason. I just... That just is what it is. I I didn't I didn't because I I didn't really even put much thought into it. And even when I create YouTube names, I don't. Because I look at uh, usernames as a brand. So Mm -hmm. if I decide to do something different, it will be like completely branded up and down domains and all. But Mm -hmm. I just never thought about it like that. I just didn't. I just said, let me do the Morpheus icon and people know what that is. And then let me do um, Edward Anderson and tie it to that hmm.
2: I got you. Uh, for the people in the chat, uh, if you guys are new, be sure to subscribe, like the video and share it. Uh, shout out to uh, Bernard Riley. I think you shared my video. Appreciate it, bro. Shout out to uh, GC, man. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Pitmaster and no problem, youngster. Um, shout out to all the young uh, folks out there. Um, definitely like the video. Appreciate that. And if you are new and you haven't subscribed to Ed, definitely check it out. He has a channel in my, his channel is in the description. So definitely check out uh, Ed. He's a good, uh, really strong supporter of the Nerd Pill. He uh, shares a lot of my videos. I don't have to say anything. He just does it on his own. Uh, so I really appreciate that. Um, so h- based on like years, how many, how long have you been in the manosphere, you think? And also when, once you answer that question, um, you also mentioned you've been in other spaces, but how long have you been in the manosphere?
3: I mean, I'd say since 2012. Okay. bgs was 2015 so that's the manosphere as you know it today mm-hmm. but before the manosphere it was Blah radio so i would say 2012
2: mm-hmm. so c- comparing uh when you first uh saw the space till now what do you think
3: i mean the best way to look at it is you have before 1.0 well, I, well there's, there's the the forms as well that i wasn't really privy to so there's that but like you got the blog talk radio which is a lot more heavier then you've got one uh 1.0 which is really 2011 2012 then you've got really 2.0 which really kind of started in 2015 then you've got like 3.0 which i would argue started in 2000 let's say 18 um Um, so really, I mean, it's, it's been a good change. You know, some people that are more loyal to 1.0 will say it was all about black male empowerment. And then it's gotten into a lot of other things. Like it's not really apparent to what it was, but things evolve. I don't, I'm not in that camp. I'm in that camp. It was a necessary evolution. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it was a necessary evolution. And I think, Yeah. So I think it's been an overall good change. I think it's gonna continue to change in a very good way as uh, people start to bring more of who they are in, and mix it into it. Like your channel is a representative of that, but I've seen that in other places too. Shout out to Tide City. but you know, he's a, big, he's a big gun advocate and that's kind of where you need to be because at the end of the day, we have a big enough library that we archive it. We can um, get the information that people need where it needs to be like for instance that's what avenger tv is about that's a website it's owned outside of youtube so we need to archive the content we need to start forcing the content over there so if it gets deleted on youtube people can find a place to get it so as we bring more hybrid channels into the mix you know we can get access to a bigger market Cause our, everybody's not gonna find this stuff unless they find it through something, and we have to recognize that's how we found it. So yeah, there's but there's been changes. There's been people who come, gone, come back again. It, it it's it's kind of like a damn Marvel Cinematic Universe type of thing or Star oh, yeah. Wars saga type of thing. It really like is. If you have different 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 pages and
2: stuff that. it. Yeah, that's 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 a good way to actually. That's a good way to connect. It. It's like different phrases and stuff like the MCU timeline and stuff like that. That's true.
3: It really is, and it has its own attacks and its own villains in each phase.
2: That's a good point. That's a really good point. because, the one, And that's why I kind of say I always call them themes, right, because different channels have different themes, right? Ty City's theme is different. Um, mine's different. Uh, you got Game Changers. Yours is uh, probably different. Uh, O'Shea's, uh, BGS, uh, Green Gorilla. Like, you know, we have all these different themes, and um, I always tell people, hey, man, um, hurry up and grab your theme. Because, you know, sometimes I think sometimes I think some of them are run out, like we're running out of them or sometimes, you know, because you you don't want to be a copycat. Right. You know, you don't want to be a copycat of someone. Um, Hopefully you you could be different and unique uh, to your own theme. Um, So what is your focus on your channel? Because, you know, on your channel, you 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 mentioned uh, barbershop uh, talk. um, Why did you uh, what made you pick that? And um, what would you say your theme is?
3: Well, generally, the bar—the idea behind the barbershop talk, which I'll probably keep, is the general um, talk of black men in the barbershop, because that's the closest thing you were going to get these conversations, even though they weren't really had like that, like that. But, you know, it's really stuck to more social, political situations. So basically where where the black man is. In the uh, in the United States, what his position is. And this is more of me saying, look, my job is to let you know where the landmines are that you don't see. And then therefore you can walk around them rather than stepping on it. And then it's like, oh, shit, how do I step off this shit? You know, that's basically what it's been. And it's been started with a foundation of understanding that you are in it. Just like people say you're in a matrix, you are in a gynocracy. You are in a gynocracy powered by white supremacy. This is something else that Tariq doesn't talk about, you know. And we can talk about white supremacy all day, all day, and blame the white man. But the reality is that white man is actually in your house. That white man can be your mother. That white man can be your girlfriend. That white man can be the chick that you're fucking, you know. And you're giving all this. Lo- and here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is not about me turning black men against black women. This mm-hmm. is about saying you a man is the most powerful thing a man has in this country is choice that's the one thing they can't take away from you is what you choose to do the other thing that um that you need to understand is you are most vulnerable to who you give your trust to and so when you look at black boys and give their trust to their mothers, that's not going to change. But the point is a lot of the issues, a lot of blue pill and a lot of gynocratic things that they get, they get as a result of a lot of that training that they usually get from their moms. And they can come from their dads too, because you got a lot of submissive husbands out there um, as well. They, they allow the woman to be dominant to keep the peace. I call them peacekeepers. But even when you look at how black men approach women, compared to other groups we approach women from a our it's like that movie um the avengers infinity war um when you know tony stark out of nowhere robert Downey jr's character just did the hand the hand gestures on peter parker and said you're an avenger now how he looked in the air and they had the music that's how black men look at black women they look at black women and knight them as men other groups of men don't do that. When other br- groups of men are doing a red pill raise, they're doing it from an entitled standpoint more than a from a you know I thought that if I did this I would get this and you didn't validate me standpoint. And it's and and a lot of what black men do is based on that messed up training, and that's and so that's what I speak to. Now it's going to turn into more of a trending news channel, so it can fer- uh, ferment a lot of more of that barbershop atmosphere that I'm talking about, and I'm going to get better about that as far as bringing the, the necessary things to that to make that happen. It's going to be more uploads. it will still be live streams and panels, and um, to end it, um, it'll still have all the stuff about the gynocracy where I'm going to start focusing it through things that you know, people can readily identify so they can see the patterns and yeah. um, bring it back to the central things, as well as expand on different stuff as well. But, yeah, that's that's basic, and then and pretty much it's really i talk about i talk about random stuff that i want to talk about it comes back to different things but i could talk about anything on the channel it's going to be more focused going mm-hmm. forward but yeah that, that's that's that
2: and uh you said something that makes me uh think about something else is that you know you're going to start to do based on your content you say you were going to do some more um you know you're going to add some more stuff to your channel and think about this ed let me let me know what you think um Obviously, Black YouTube, proper Black YouTube, does cover a lot of things. There are in, in, in multiple c- communities. Uh, we got cars, sports, gaming, news, celebrity news. But the thing that we have specifically is that we're we have thinking Black men here, right now. I don't know the percent of thinking Black men that are in the proper Black YouTube because let's we we have to make we can't assume that it's because we see these other big Black channels that they're thinking men, right? We can't assume that, but it would be better. I, w- I would rather subscribe to a person who's a thinking black man who's covering celebrity news versus this regular dude who's covering celebrity news. Does that make sense?
3: Absolutely. And I think that's a, a huge market that we've left untapped because we've been focused on what we've been focused on as far as trying to prove we're right over women, when in actuality, we've already beat. At this point, they're not arguing from a logical standpoint. They're not arguing from a moral standpoint. They're just saying shit at this and just to be saying it. And at this point, it's time to move on. And really, if you notice with the Kevin situation, it showed – a lot more people are like the noise sounds like it's louder. But the truth is a lot more women actually agree with Kevin and don't a hell of a, even the ones that disagree actually agree with actually what he said. They just want to harp on how he said it, which is, is a no argument argument. That's a admission of defeat. And we, it's been BGS has said this. We've won for a long time and we're starting to cannibalize each other because a lot of these guys don't really know how to grow out outside of the um, market that's already in the manosphere mm-hmm. um which can get you to five maybe even ten thousand well five thousand and then outside of that you got to start to bring other people in in order to kind of tap into the rest of it mm-hmm. so that red pill gossip i hate calling it tea because that's a female thing um, mm-hmm. um i we need to come up with a masculine term for it but basically the red pill trending news even a lot of females appreciate would appreciate that that perspective, and that's why they I see them listening to people like Jada Black and others, um, because they don't get that they get an echo chamber, and a lot of and there's a lot of dudes over there too that are in those echo chambers that they know that shit is not right, but they don't really know what our space is. So it's a huge market for that alone, but there's other markets too
2: yeah um okay so uh shout out to uh cool Gen. what's going on bro good to see you man don Clipso, what's going on bro i'm gonna have to give you some pushback on that ed um you said that we won um but to me we have we're still taking else and i'll and i'll say why because to me like i said the pink pill and all these other channels they can have they have their interns ready okay we all i mean they're they're windows xp all right shout out to the windows xp um, people out there, they have Windows XP broads, okay? All right. Right? So there's, there's, they have interns ready to take over their stuff, okay? They have interns ready. You know, their channel sizes are this massive 30K and up, 40, 50K, 100K. Yeah. Of I mean, course. we don't have that, Ed. So to me, we're still taking L's here. They're still getting the bag, dragging when, us. What? It depends on how
3: you define winning is. And I'm not going to be like do some like pseudo accounting or anything, some bullshit accounting. But we the Manosphere has never been looked. Here's the thing. Our our influence is beyond our subscriber numbers, because when you look at first of all, women are on black women in particular on YouTube a hell of a lot more. Let me say it this way. The reason why the white boys do better is cuz they have more numbers to pull from of readily identifiable people. That's one. Then mm-hmm. you got to add in the fact that a lot of this talk show this goes all the way back to the 1990s talk show circuit, Ricky Lake, Montel Williams, all Oprah, all that stuff. Then you got to fil- filter into the the bossa blogs, all these blogs women deal in gossip men typically don't. Like if you look at the sports channels, men are going to be a lot bigger there. And so women are on social media black women on social media more than other than any other demographic they consume television more than other demographic so it's going to be natural that and then women identify with other women and then it's obviously social media so the social part women tend to do more and they're more vain when it comes to visual medium so really when this is true on instagram as well so when you look at like this type of conversation, women crying about colorism, interracialism, all of that, that stuff is just going to naturally, by definition, have bigger numbers. So by bigger numbers, that's going to that's gonna get what that's going to get. This is why a lot of the conversation is geared the way it's geared, because there's economics behind it. There's incentives to say and do certain things, irregardless if it's actually accurate, if it's actually beneficial. So when you look at well how we rate winning we're looking at it beyond just youtube and this mm-hmm. is why i talked about before eight years the the zelen and, and it doesn't have to wait till eight years each year the zillennials get older is going to take up more and more of that market and a woman's sexual marketplace value is obviously based on the wall their biggest peak is in their 20s which means these these uh, which means a lot of this stuff these women complain about, they're not getting solutions. They're not getting men. They're not getting um uh, the white men. Like for instance, take the pink pill stuff. You you you're staying on that, and that's yeah. cool. Karisen's been around like SWP. SWP covered Karisen years ago, so we we're very aware who Karisen is, what her daughter is, all that. We that's been covered for like almost eight years now, and mm-hmm. her stuff has always been relatively big because she's speaking to that interracialism that a lot of black women fantasize about. Black women don't listen to Karisen to get a white man; they listen to Karisen to live vicariously through her. And that's always going to be the case, and there's always going to be women that come up to be able to take advantage of that. Yeah. But the truth is, I'm not judging that by how big Karazin is. I'm judging that by that And my goal is not to keep white men from black women. If black white men want to come get black women. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna throw black women at them. Like that's my thing is find your find another store, and I'd rather black women go be happy than black women blank black men. So let me be very clear about that. But the the Zillenials are these millennials don't even have the pretext of being able to hop the fence like that. The ones that act right will have those options, the ones that don't won't. So they're not winning. They may be getting promotion. They may be have a YouTube channel, but you got a whole bunch of bitter females that are going to start to get angrier and angrier as they start to realize again, the millennials are not playing the same game and the younger millennials are not really playing either. And a lot of the dudes that were negotiating and negotiating so by definition their outcomes are not what they want versus black men are are experimenting with their options whether it's going overseas whether which is not as much as people want to say which is interracial dating which is people like you that are more comfortable Being who they are, the very fact that you could even come into this space and feel comfortable doing a YouTube channel showing your face and and not really be afraid of what somebody thinks of you, and if you see that a lot more, that by definition is a win. Because the black, because sisters for the most part are being what they think they need to be versus black men more and more are being who they are and being unapologetic by that. So, and by the way, BGS will tell you this too. And by the way, BGS says white supremacy is over as well. It's just the white people don't know it yet. So a lot of what I'm saying on that front is coming from him as well. And I've argued those points too, but just to give you the sources to where that's coming from. And, and, and another thing too is the women for the most part leave us alone. They leave us alone, not because they're bigger, because they know they can't win. And Kevin Samuels is like the first example of him meeting them on their turf. And now they just can't. They can't ignore it because now they see him as a sign that the shit might start to explode or at least the conversations might explode. And they're very in fear of that because they know that we exposed them the first time. That's why Karen's had have to run and get that millionaire. And she's talking about, she's going to get a black dude. She's a liar. I'll be very surprised if she does that. Yeah. Go ahead. Cool.
2: Um, true. She did say uh, some people in the the audience told me that uh, she plans <laughs> on getting a black man. Uh, do one on one. That's gonna. I'ma be- hold
3: her to that shit. I'ma wow. hold her to it. I'm because I think she's lying.
2: That'd be but- quite, quite, quite fun. But um, okay, true, valid. Now I'm not saying we all we're just taking L's on all fields, right? We are getting some W's. I think the W, like you mentioned, is the young, young guys, the Gen Z, the people who are seventeen. Once again, shout out to the, the young people, uh, the black pearls of the faith. I, I, I
3: definitely not try to control your show, but I got a question because maybe I didn't understand it correctly. Yeah. What these new pink pillars that you're these potential new pink pillars, because I believe they exist. Yes. What is do. it that you think they can do that like Karazin couldn't do?
2: No, my, what what they will do is, like I said, it's making, the, making that message continue and have longevity. Like it will never end. That, that's my point. It they,
3: won't. It's they never going
2: to end. Yeah, they will continue to get the bag um, regardless, even after she leaves. Because, you know, she's a Windows uh, XP uh, broad, you know. So she'll well, definitely, well. Uh, you know. I mean, she's not going to be doing content on a wheelchair, right? We covered this before on the last video. These broads are not going to be doing content at the nursing home oh. eating waffles, all right? Eventually their interns will grow and they'll start doing stuff. And maybe they're already growing, right? But what I'm saying is that, yes, okay, we got uh kevin he's doing his thing right but thinking black men need to cover other communities we need to we need to have we need to have more of them we need to have we need more of those big 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 channels all right that's what we need because like i said the sisterhood uh. and the rulers they have like tons of them like just tons like if one person goes down i mean they have tons of channels
3: right well that's because of the market again like women this, this is also why black women don't have any wealth because they spend it all, like black women view where they view in the community, in the, in the American society by what's on television. You got to think, black women represent, they're only like 6% of the population, but they're a much bigger representation of what you see on TV. Even Latin women complain about that. So mm-hmm. the thing about it is, they are on they they front load it more because that's what their where their identity is. So that it's never gonna go away. Yeah. The thing about it is you have to like as far as getting the bag, only like a couple of females are getting the bag, relatively speaking. I'll give you an example. A lot of people would think OnlyFans, a lot of women in general. We're not even just talking about black women, but I'm talking about women in general getting the bag. Did you know? I got a question for you. How much mm-hmm. money do you think it takes to be in the top 50% of OnlyFans?
2: maybe millions
3: no i mean like the top fit to be considered the top the top median so you half below half above how much money do you think you have to make
2: maybe fifty thousand
3: a hundred dollars if you make a hundred dollars a month on only fans you're in the top median i'll tell you how i know this Shout out to Glenn and Cameron. Glenn and Cameron started an OnlyFans for his disruptive Mail to talk about his dirty stories and his experiences that he can't talk about on YouTube because he's talked about some of this stuff on YouTube. He, he, good channel, good dude. Um, he he made a hundred and five dollars on a five dollar OnlyFans just doing audios, and he um and he's in the top fifty percent. That's what OnlyFans said. So so that's how he knows. Mm -hmm. So nobody would have believed that. So the thing is, it's only a small amount of women. I call it the Kardashian effect. It's only a small amount of women that are getting the bag. If they want to get some BS YouTube money, they, they, they can have at it. But the vast majority of people, they're living vicariously through charism. And the reality is they're not getting those results. So all they're doing is wasting their time, just like with Derrick Jackson. So I'm not looking at it from the perspective of how many people on YouTube because at the, I'm looking at where the results going out the environment, and the environment is changing. So even if it's only one channel, like Kevin, and to be fair, you've got O'Shea, you've got Angry Man, you've got a lot of channels, mediocre tutorial reviews. Um, if you count Amazing Lucas and you count um, Young Ripper,
2: yeah, that's another
3: channel. Um, there's the and I'm and I'm not even trying to do like because Heavenly Control is an anime thing. He's not like what we do. Those dudes are more closer to what we do. Um, What's uh, Anthony Anthony Spade? Then you got to look at the even though the game dudes are technically managed like well shit. Coach Greg Adams. There are channels that is it as many as the females. No, but it'll never be because men are never going to be on social media in the same numbers that the women are. That's just it's structurally. But that doesn't mean that's that's just not how, how we keep score. And it's not we don't keep score because we can't keep score that way. It's because it doesn't matter how many how many how much exposure these women give. At the end of the day, if these chicks are not getting a white man, I measure cares and success by how many interracial relationships she creates which are which are pretty much like in the single digits if that and she's been out here eight years now you Mm -hmm. compare that to a kevin samuels who just threw up a facebook group and already has like five marriages that are about to happen and he did that like five months ago and he wasn't even really trying to do that you know that that's how i measure stuff so yeah they can have the 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 shade rooms and all of that. And we'll get some money off of that. But the truth is that ain't changing their real life. It's just not the audience. So, you know, but we can agree to disagree because only time will tell. Uh, But, Oh, as far as these pink, these, these younger chicks, like I keep saying, these younger chicks, they can play, man. You know, as well as I do, these white boys are having sex with these women if they look good, but they're not getting with them like that, despite the media constantly shoving white, um, shoving uh, black women down a white man's throat. That's not changing anything. Just like as effeminate as the media tries to make black men, as long as sports exist, they're not going to be able to do that. Because sports is what real life is based on and we see what it is so you look at media you would think that black men are not desired but we know that's not true and even amongst like when, when I say a guy like you I mean like you know um, Charles Gambino is a guy like you and he's not hurting for females it's just a matter of market so because there's a difference between and even black women there's a lot of a lot more black women that'll date, like, that' like that, that a lot of people will admit to. To be honest, because I but my point is they can have this social media shit. The truth is real life is real life and we'll dibble and dabble at it as men as for what we want. But if that's just not how we look at it, that's not how we keep score. They stay over there. They stay crying about what they're crying about. Colorism, all of that. They're not solving their own problems is
2: basically what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh. Please, please make sure to like the video if you're new coming in. Uh, we have almost 90 people in the chat. That is amazing. That is a record. Uh, shout out to you guys who are coming mm-hmm. through and supporting the uh, Nerd Pill. Uh, definitely do appreciate that. Make definitely sure be- you all subscribe. Subscribe, like the video, and share. Definitely do appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to Edward Anderson, his link is in the description. So don't forget that. Um, mods, you can definitely go ahead and copy his uh, link and put it in the chat if anyone has not subscribed. To brother Edward, aka Nigga Flash. So, uh, I'm gonna talk about uh, you. You mentioned you have panels on your uh, channel, and uh, that's how I found you. I found you. I guess you were on a panel or something. I gotta tell you this, Ed. A lot of us, uh, especially us um, young niggas, we have some concerns. I need to ask you this question, bro. How the fuck? Sure. How the fuck do you do it? Because on the panels, man, you can go on some long. You're uh, you're a long winded. As shit and credit to you because no one can beat you. And I think some people are trying to beat you, <laughs> but they don't stand a chance against nigga flash. You just be speeding across and leaving them in the dust and shit. How do you do that? I mean, um, just just tell me how how do you do that? Because you be on some shit, man. You be going, and it's like every time you be going, <laughs> you know, people be putting like tornadoes in the chat. <laughs> Uh, I
3: mean, I, I didn't even you? notice that because I don't even look at the chat like that. <laughs> that's funny.
2: Yeah. yeah, but that's what we be doing, man. We be doing that all the time. Here come along with it. How do you do it, man? How do you do it?
3: I, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, well, well technically, you know, I worked at the call center coming up and I took over 40,000 calls. I've wow. always, I got talk, 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 like even on my report card when I was in kindergarten. So part of it is kind of like, it's just who I am. And part of it is just me having a lack of discipline. Mm-hmm. when it comes to it's not so and, and i don't even consider it a virtue and i really need to get better about it because it is a legit criticism but when i hear here's the thing usually what i'm going off is usually a point that is not being made that needs to be made it's mm-hmm. usually somebody trying to steer the conversation in in like a direction that's not really they're trying to nuance it and see here's the thing that annoys me i hate when black when black people with black men do it too they do it too and when they try to they try to do what I call battle rapping, meaning they try to put make it more of a subjective conversation and an objective conversation. And they say, okay, here's a in destination. I want to take the conversation. So I'm going to try to put inject aka bullshit to try to make this work. It, they do it in the black church. They do it when they're well, battle rap is a good example of it. Black people tend to do this in a lot of different modalities. It's like, no, no, no. This is what's important. This is why it's important. And can you beat this argument? And you're not going to talk around it like you. You need to beat this argument first until you. Uh, and I'm not saying it can't be beat, but it. but I'm about, you know, awareness. And if you're not going to be aware of it, so a lot of times that's when I feel like I jump in and and, and I need to be better about it because sometimes it can be. I I do it just enough or just not over the line that these hosts don't get mad because generally when they say to chill out, not chill out, but when they, you know, try to address it, I try to back up. But a lot of, I'm not trying to act like I'm smarter than anybody. I'm just a thinker. Mm -hmm. But the reality of the situation is, man. Uh, part of it is, it's just how I've always been, even in the workplace, people could tell me, look, I need you to talk to these guys about sales for an hour. I'm going to lunch. Um, but I, I need, so I'll be back. And then they know I could do it. And part of it is, you know, people are trying to, they're trying to blue pill the conversation up and I in route that shit um and overwhelm them with facts and figures and and sometimes if i need to focus the conversation i can focus it i can bring distill what i'm saying down to a question if i need to but that's another reason why i'm going to start doing some more uploads as well in order to be able to focus my stuff better because it's better ways to consume the content than doing that to be honest with you you know it's better ways to archive my points and examples, it's absorbable in like a 10, 12 minute video versus hearing me talk for like an hour, another hour and on panels and stuff. Also, right. another thing I'm yeah going to do, too, is I'm going to do a Telegram um, channel where people can follow me. So when I'm on a panel, I can just push that to Telegram and people will be able to, you know, see the panels that I'm on so they can find the channels I'm on as well as um, engage in the conversations to get, see me give people that work everywhere i'm at
2: and uh so, yeah. yeah yeah man that's why you know like i said new name you call him Nigga flash that's that's the new name for ed in the space so if anyone says Nigga flash know that ed's coming as soon as ed comes to the panel i'm like oh let me get it let me eat first <laughs> so just, i'm like oh let me let me do some errands first before this 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 dude go in and stuff like that um i think it's funny man and you know even when i started the channel bro you know and that's the good. That's actually a good point here. Doing commentary is not necessarily easy, right? Okay, anyone can get on Streamyard and just start running their mouth. Okay, anyone can do that. But when we're talking about podcasting commentary, commentary is different than just running your mouth. Okay, there's a difference. Okay, it was not easy before. Before I could not even do an hour. It was very hard. All right, but now you know after you know practice and all that stuff. Now I can talk about a topic for at least an hour or two and just get the fuck out right that is not hard now now for you you of course nigga flash here you could probably do that shit uh you know within with with no with no uh, hardship but for me that shit was challenging because i am you know shout out to the team introvert niggas in the house team introvert in the house um and i'm just i'm not introverted oh okay wow go figure that's that's weird but yeah i am not long-winded i'm very i'm short-winded as fuck um, you know, you might see me on the panel. I might say like two cents and then get the fuck out. It's just how it is. I'm just not the type. Um, but, uh, um, being able to express yourself, you do it quite well. Um, and you are able to do that thing (laughs) if you ever to do it for hours. Uh, that's, that's, like I said, not a lot of people can do that. I mean, that's, that's not, that's something that it, it is to your benefit. Uh, you being able to explain and express yourself. Uh, that definitely is something that um, a lot of people can do a uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, Omega, what's going on? What's going on? Shout out to y'all. Oh, Agon, what's going on? Uh, sister George, sister George. Um, now, Ed, what do you think about this um, in this space? Do you think the audience has more control over the YouTubers?
3: i mean not more than any in any other space i mean i think people do try to give people what they want but the truth is you know a lot of youtubers a lot of YouTubers in this space are pretty much like, damn you, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. You listen to don't listen. I mean, we've had plenty of YouTubers say, look, I don't need your fucking money. I'm doing this. I fuck with this person. It is what it is. Like right now we have this, this argument about women in this space. And Fantastic has one opinion. Fantastic kind of represents one school of thought since I see him in the chat. And Ramil represents another school of thought. Ramil's like, no bitches allowed. Fantastic's like, I'm going to use that when that benefits me. -hmm. And I understand both sides of it, and both sides of it needs to exist. Um, And that's and and a lot of dudes will try to make dudes say, you know, or make me because I don't have a lot of women on myself. I actually only have two percent female following. Actually, it's one point seven percent. Oh, as my whole fan base but dudes are still trying to act like oh you got a woman on blah 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 blah, blah. and and i'm like i i just had to check people the other day saying you know people are going to run the channels the way they want to run it and you don't have to listen and i say that all the time you know um because i'm not i don't get enough super chats to where i'm married to it and so I would say no, not anymore. I'd say actually a little bit less. But at the end of the day, man, we know why they're here, and we tend to give them why they're here because they found our stuff based on that they were looking for it. It wasn't like we were advertising it; they were searching for it, so it tends to work. But nah, we don't. We tend to we tend to not talk about shit our people want to talk about. They know why they're here. We know why they're here, and we tend to go that route.
2: Hey, man, uh, we uh, Nerd Pill has reached uh, his first 100 viewers. I appreciate you guys coming through uh, shout out to a uh, Metastic uh, for sharing the video, man. Appreciate that shit. You always be supporting, uh, this automatic. That's how uh, nerd niggas do. we be doing that shit. Um, but, uh, to me, and cause I'm looking at my experience in different communities, right? I have never seen in a community where the audience has so much influence on a person's content, like this space, and it could be to its benefit, but it could also be to its disadvantage. Okay. Um, and I've seen it. I mean, I've been in different people's chats and I've seen it where, uh, the chat can actually take control. The, the, the audience could say, Hey, I don't like this shit. Fuck it. And the reason why is because we really do rely on a lot of streaming. We, we do. Um, um, and child to fantastic who made it clearly put that, yes, streaming and short videos is the way to go. In fact, that's what YouTube wants you to do. Because when you make a short video, there is a option to make a, premiere video. And with that premiere video, what is there? There is a live chat, right? The live chat is why? Because they want you to interact with your audience, just like in streams. They want you to interact. The interaction with your audience is very important. In fact, you can tell there are tons of channels that are huge, bigger than mine, that bigger than a lot of ours, right? But they only have 20 people in their chats as a reason they don't interact. So interaction. Yeah,
3: we're uniquely good about that.
2: Yeah, we're, we're really good. I'll, I'll That's something that this space, I think, we, we're we really good with interaction. Um, we're really good with interaction. But I'll say this. This is where the whole um, avatar and camming up thing uh, goes into play, right? I would say, and just let me know if I'm wrong, that a lot of us don't cam up, correct? But I think if more people would cam up, I think the interaction would actually increase. Because then you could see, okay, you can relate more. Right. You can relate more. Um, I agree.
3: No, I agree with that. I mean, another thing too you got to add in is we have everybody that comes on the panels are not a YouTuber. So it kind of skews it a little bit. But, yeah, there is a lot of room for YouTubers to come up. Um, there's a lot of there is room for improvement. Like when DJ Kudu was talking about the mic stuff, you know, I agree with what he said. I don't agree with how he went about doing it. And people can make an argument and say, well, no, it ain't like that. It's just how people took it. No, nah, man, the way he, he there, there's a way for if you want to make change, how to go about making change, especially dealing with the black men. Because black men are going to get rebellious on your ass and be like, damn, you nigga, I'm doing me. Uh, You know, because that's just how it is. Um, As far as, now that I get a better understanding of what you're talking about with the chat control, like we typically, I know I tell people not to pay attention to the chat. Because I feel like the the world of the chat is different than the world of um, what's on the panel. But that depends on if you're a YouTuber versus if you're somebody that's like a panelist where – the panelists tend to care what's being said in the chat versus YouTube, we tend to know well, even we talk hella shit in the chat, sometimes we're trolling in the chat and that's what that's supposed to be for, the chat not necessarily for um, getting on the panel and wasting people's time when there's a lot of people that need to talk. I haven't really seen people in the chat be able to completely change the trajectory of a conversation. Sometimes we kind of have a topic and then we go on we look, we say okay let's expand the topic and we'll look to chat to do that but it's not so much if so much if we're talking about A to Z. Now if you're comparing it to other YouTubers and other spaces then yeah I'll give you that because it's it's not a, it's non-existent but, the, but at the same time it, the interaction's not there. Like um, and I think there's a lot of ways we can improve that. There's a lot of ways we can improve that even um, unique to us. Like I said, Telegram is an app that's like WhatsApp and then if we can basically create chat groups. That's what they used to do with Instagram to build Instagram accounts. You create chat groups that can go up to like 200,000 people and we, we're able to pull people from maybe other parts of social media we may be at and then you put up a video with this conversation and then I'm coming up. I can say, hey, I'm on here. Let's go here and then that builds it up with ultimately this builds it up in the keyword thing. Like for instance, the videos that you did Real mm-hmm. quick, the videos that you did when it comes to Chrissy and when it comes to um Karrison, people mm-hmm. are always searching Crystal and Karrison. So what people don't know, and this is actually an extremely good tip, and this is the last time mm-hmm. I'm saying this publicly because I really shouldn't be telling you niggas this mm-hmm. because this actually does work, is mm-hmm. if you type in like Crystal and Karrison, for mm-hmm. example, because I don't do that content on her like that, Crystal and Karrison, and you do a live video, if you were to do a live video like your video that you did, chances are that live video was probably up there in maybe like the top six or seven keywords for Crystalin's um Karen's keyword while it was live and maybe like maybe for an hour and two hours after it live. So in that whole time where people were searching on that, because you'll notice that if you do stuff like that, your numbers would be a little bit bigger. If the whole time you were searching, people were searching for that, they were finding your channel. They otherwise might never find it if it was just an upload because the algorithm looks at it differently and the algorithm prioritizes live. So if you do that, if you know of hot keyword search terms, you can actually control the flow in which how you bring people in. This is something I've just started doing literally last week and I was stuck in like 30. 400, and I already I popped up to 30 3600. I just hit that. So you're gonna see my stuff actually grow a lot more than what it's been growing. Um, analytics, just because that's something I'm gonna start doing. And and like I said, that that's something that if I was somebody would have paid me $250 to tell you, that would be worth that money because it's something that you can instantly see the result. Um, yeah. But you got to know how to find search keywords and what that works. But YouTube actually does a good job at telling you search terms anyway but that's just going back to you add in seeing your face you add in better microphones you add in the the little things like that and that's definitely going to boost you faster than other you otherwise would if you're just doing podcasting mm-hmm.
2: uh, yeah.
3: or you could have a voice like jessica that's an accent and then that'll work too
2: yeah mm-hmm. you said a lot of shit i gotta catch up well once again nigga flash i i got i gotta catch up nigga i gotta catch up all right i gotta catch up all right, I gotta catch up to you, man. Uh, so let me catch up, nigga. All right, all right. So um, now back to like, like I said, uh, someone said said you had to have tough skin to be in the chat, and this kind of ties to um, this kind of t- 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 this why this is what ties to people who were in the space but didn't come back, right? And this also ties to why maybe we don't see a lot of people want to label their, their channel. Oh, I'm in the space. Maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe. And also it questions why people are not wanting to start channels here because of the, I guess the crash control that happens, uh, in this space. There is a lot of uh, what I we call fuckery, uh, that happens in this space. And sadly, right. A lot of these, ch- uh, videos are what some people see first when they search this space, you know, when, and, when you search this space, you're going to see that shit. Cause that's where the views, that's where the likes go. That's where all the shit goes. Um, you know, Sarah DeZero zero who says pussy and views, but really it's, uh, pussy views and fuckery. That's really what it is. And I think this is also what holds back the space. Of course, every community has drama, right? Even the gaming community has their fuckery, but see, but then they have so much, their, their community is, is jam packed. Like the shit is kind of irrelevant. You know, but with, because this shit is Great. such a small little corner, everything that happens here is so is blown up to proportion because it's so small still. Um, do you think that kind of hinders people from uh, uh, starting channels or even wanting to be in the chat? Really, because really you're better off. And based on what I've seen for only being here a couple of months, you're actually better off being in the clouds. Um, and funny enough, I mean, you're actually better off safer just watching from afar, it seems. Uh, what do you think about that?
3: I mean, I would say, you know, shout out to the chat. I mean, if you know not to take it seriously like that, you know, it is what it is. As far as the panels, well, as far as, like, the the overall fuckery, that depends on what lane you're in. You know, there's certain channels I don't deal with, and there's certain people that are kind of, like, barriers to those channels that i, I kind of use as firewalls where i may go to their channel but i'm not going past that or i may uh, that they, they may deal a little bit more in that some of it is not there as much their fault is not their fault and some of it is they they do choose to engage in it um and that comes from other stuff i actually think that's starting to get better because i think the worst stuff has kind of gotten past it um when people really started drawing drawing like battle lines but as you start to see the space get um, grow, you'll start to see that change. And as you start to see more people start up channels where they feel like they can be heard, um, you'll see that get better as well. Like I've always said, there's a lot of channels. If you don't want no women around, that's enough in the sphere. Another thing, too, is everybody doesn't have to label being in the manosphere like Jada Black is in the manosphere, even though he operates in his own orbit. There's a lot of channels that they operate in their own orbit even though they technically say some similar things here and there, and they don't have to be a part of the Greek city-states that are the manosphere. And to be honest with you, for the most part, that's beneficial from... From like subscriber zero to subscriber, maybe five or six thousand. And then it's better for you to try to create your own orbit. I'm not saying for people to try to blow up in the space and then ignore the space. You should bring contribution to the space because I think we uniquely are helping um, black men in a unique way that other spaces are not. Um, And I think people do that in their own way. But at the end of the day, man, that's that's their choice. I don't I don't care enough about it to, to feel like that's something we need to change in order for people to feel more comfortable because people can always do what you're doing and then create hybrid channels um, and then. And and then they dabble in it a little bit, and they dabble in it not. Because think about it. If you have a hybrid channel, you can bring people to your panel and have the conversation the way you want to run it. Fantastic does it that way. Ramil does it that way. Fantastic's channel is not the same as Bernard's, which is not the same as Rogers, which is not the same as Ramil's, which is not the same as BGS when he does panels, which is not going to be the same as yours once you start doing more panels. And here's another thing. You don't have to do panels for five hours. You can tell these days. Look, I'm doing this shit for an hour, two hours and that's it. So you better get in here. And another thing, too, is you don't have to have six people on a panel. That's another thing I'm finding Now I'm going to just start having a, like certain people. I'm either going to cycle through them or um, what? Uh, Master Teacher One's channel panels are very different. Than like what typical Manosphere panels are. Jada Black stuff is different. Even the Hotep people is different. Um, sports people, Ticket TV, shout out to Ticket TV is not Manosphere, but he deals with sports. His stuff is different. So it doesn't have to be the same. So I guess yeah. that's my energy I agree.
2: Um, answers on that. Yeah, my panels are, uh, I mean, if it's anime panels <laughs> or uh, steam, uh, tech stuff, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. I mean-
3: It'll uh, have a different culture.
2: Yeah. And uh, oh, there's something else I didn't. I need to catch up on. Uh, you said uh, bringing new people into the space. Yes. Yeah, so, people who may watch my interviews, you realize that ev- everyone I every I interview is not in the space. Okay. Like, um, I had one person called Random Black Gamer. Right. Uh, I used to know him back in the yeah. anime community. He used to go by Esper Review. The guy has 450k, 450k subscribers. All right. And he's completely in a different community, gaming community. He just came on my, you know, we we're old friends. He came on the, he came on as the interview, and he's completely new. He didn't know who. A lot of people in my audience were like, "Who's this random black gamer guy?" He didn't know him because, well, he's not in the manosphere. But he, he, he does bring in. He brought in some people in this chat right now that I know because of him. So this is the advantage I have. I can, I don't oh, like see. That's why, like, I, I also got tired of seeing the same people getting interviewed, right? And I think eventually there's a cap, right? Because the space is so small. You don't have, if you want to do more interviews, you have, you have no choice but to uh, go outside the space. Well,
3: there's not enough. There's not enough. Okay, look at it like a law firm. You know, yeah. what do the partners do? The partners, the, what makes them partners, why they're partners is because they're good at getting you know a business bringing in outside business into the firm and you have people that they basically service that business that they bring in but you have to bring more business in you have to bring in the growth uh, uh, this is one thing that's common amongst all the channels including the bigger guys maybe with ex- O'Shea's an exception um it, it's kind of an exception is they don't reach into Things that kind of will service the audience that we need to service. Like Ticket TV would be a great guy to interview. There's a lot of dudes, Young Ripper, there's a lot of this assuming they would want to be interviewed. Right. It's a, lot, it's a lot of them could hoard channels too. They'll be like, oh, well, you're not big enough and blah, say, blah, blah, blah. So it yeah. had to be the type of thing where like right. an O'Shea could do it. An O'Shea could do it, maybe. But then you got guys like Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews who's generally pretty cool about stuff like that. Um, so it just you just got to throw the bait out there and see who gets it. And then there's uh, another thing. There's channels that are more relative to the size that we have that speak to different audiences. That maybe they have 10 or 15,000. And because the advantage that we have is we can, like I said, 120 subscribers, people with 20, 30,000 are not always pulling that. They're not um and and it depends on the demographic also the business demographics so each person has like a unique thing like i bring ty city up for example there's other like black instagram pages they deal with guns and stuff and the gun enthusiast thing and they don't have to be well yeah they. It, if you start bringing non-black people in people going not be weirded out by that that's something the space will rebel against so yeah they do kind of but but if you bring in like from other instagram or facebook these people may be bigger on these followings and then you just promote the youtube channel that's another way of getting around that because instagram kind of has its own ecosystem as far as people and stuff like that that are not always on youtube or on youtube heavy so yeah that's something we could definitely improve because you don't really see a lot of interviews in a feel like that. So even doing interviews like that can be a novelty. Um, Gab did it, but everybody, a Prophet of Thought does it, but everybody, uh Prophet of Truth, but everybody doesn't do that. So it's, it's that's definitely something that could be improved. In fact, I know you niggas are gonna get mad. Damn you niggas. This is not representative of the nerd pill. This is Edward Anderson saying this. There's even like opportunities. So, like, there's certain even, like, let's say you have a female that has a point of view that we have. Now, that is so treacherous to do that. Because I remember even when Obsidian did it to Nika Marie, how people lost their mind over that. Even though she already had, like, 80,000 subs, somehow she was going to clout chase off the sphere. But O'Shea has done that. I've seen Jason Black do that. I've seen Tariq do that. It happens. And, and this thing. The the space is not going to all of a sudden be taken over by females because we've demonstrated that if they get on our nerves, we can just control all delete everybody. We've done that. I've seen women that say one little thing wrong when they said everything right and they just start blue collar shaming and then they were gone. So. But, yeah. you know, niggas will
2: hear that and be like, he's
3: pussy first, he loves him hoes. I knew
2: it. You, you said something. So you said that women will never take over the space. Is that what you said?
3: Women will never take over the space because when it comes down to it, we can always control or delete the women and delete anybody that don't want to let them go if that becomes necessary. We've demonstrated that. And then when I look at the women, as coming gone in the space. You know, it's we're, here's the thing. The thing that protects the manosphere is the, because there's a lot of dudes, there's way more dudes that's coming gone from the manosphere than women. We wow. protect, we protect the, the conversation when it comes to the conversation, right is right is wrong or wrong. This Donald Trump thing is like the one example where like the manosphere has not really come to consensus. What you got to do is that they're just going to be on Trump and the conservative thing. But a lot of that is rebelliousness against the gynocracy as well. So it still comes back to what the internal doctrine is. But the thing about it is And we're not it's not about who you are. It's about what you say. And do you have the logic to back it up? Like you can have a difference of opinion. But if you don't have the logic to back it up and you're just going to put stuff in there, and think you're going to feel your way through it. That's not going to work whether you're a male or female. And and this is why a lot of people forget. You used to have a lot more pro black dudes in the manosphere. It used to be like 50 50. That's gone for the most part. But, like, it, they 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 kind of did their own thing because a lot of the stuff that they kept coming back to was, you need to save these chicks. And we're like, we're not going to do that, and we're not going to tell these dudes to do that. We're going to tell them to do what's in their best interest, and if you happen to be what's in their best interest, then that's what we're going to tell them to do. So, uh, so this idea of sneaking it in is not going to happen. And the thing about it, too, is dudes, if they – That's another thing, too, where, you know, the fucking it goes on behind the scenes when it comes to how certain dudes engage in certain stuff. The women that try to play that card, that's Mm -hmm. not going to work because that always turns gets messy and it blows up. And so I'm not as worried about the space being taken over as a lot of these dudes, because you have a lot of dudes that I'm talking. And I ain't even talking about YouTubers. I'm talking mainly the fan base, because this is an example of what you were talking about, about the fan page trying to control what the YouTubers do. A lot of the fan base has this like fear, like the aliens are coming and they're going to invade that, you know, women or a lot of blue pill people are just going to override the sphere. Even if the sphere grows and you see that grow with it, at the end of the day, they still have to engage with us, meaning they still have to engage on these panels and actually promote their arguments. And if their arguments are stupid, because we've already seen it before, well, verbally, they sound stupid. And a lot of people don't want to sound stupid. So therefore, they they tend to not do so. And they tend to leave the space. This is also why the space has not grown as fast as it otherwise could, because, quite frankly, we've kicked a lot of people out of the space. And when I say kick them out, I don't mean like we've said they can't be here anymore. They understand that their arguments can't win here. They know that we're not accepting that um, save the community crap. That's just not what we're and it's And it's, it's not. SYSBM is still here, but SYSBM has tried to take over the sphere. And even though people accept SYSBM doctrine, they don't run the manosphere. A lot of black conservatives have had their their belief that they run the manosphere, meaning like you got to worship Donald Trump or, and I'm not a Biden fan at all. I did not vote for Biden, but I'm just saying you got to worship Donald Trump or you're just a silly Negro. So it's been other people, nobody, one entity controls the sphere. It's the logic that everybody adheres to. And when you operate outside of that, you get called out. It is what it is.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, People uh, who are just coming in, be sure to like the video. Uh, we have up to 120 people in the chat. Definitely appreciate uh, all you 120 uh, people supporting the nerd pill. Definitely make sure to like the video, share it, subscribe. If you're new, uh, definitely subscribe to Edward Anderson, uh, the nigga flash here um, uh, coming through to be able to do a one-on-one with me. I appreciate Ed coming through. He's answered all the questions so far that I, even when I have more, he's still uh, coming with the answers. So I appreciate it Ed, as um, always for you coming through. Um, so, About the female channels, right? Uh, We've seen uh, the breakdown uh, channel be created. Um, We've seen um, that of the uh, knives and accessories, AKA Jessica X. Now, if there was 10 more breakdown channels, right? Because I feel like the breakdown, I don't know if there's been a channel like that before where it was two women uh, doing like a collab like that in space, but if there is, whatever. But based on what I've seen, right? And I I made a joke about this, the way men get really excited when it comes to women panels, the fact that I made a skit video about it. <laughs> That's how funny it is to me. Um, men are extremely excited when uh, the breakdown starts to go live, they can't wait. They're drilling in their mouth, waiting in line to negotiate, right? Not not all of them, not all of them, the ones that have sense, maybe they're just trying to talk about the topic, but the ones that are just drilling in their mouths, waiting to get on the panel, it's fucking hilarious. I love that shit. All right, I love it. Yeah, Which I saw I-
3: you do a parody of that, that was fun. Yeah,
2: More parodies come, no worries. But I love that shit. So based on, do you think we need more of that? Or, because I feel like some people reacted to them in a bad way, some people can't couldn't handle uh, that of X and um, the breakdown. But what happens if there's 10 more X's to come through, there's 10 more breakdown channels, what then? You think the space will be able to handle that?
3: Well, you got to understand how the first couple happened. Like, you know, the breakdown is an offshoot off of BGS for Women. Mm-hmm. So when so you technically could have BGS for Women and the breakdown and and really a lot of those women moved on that was from BGS for Women because there was a whole different set of females that was on BGS for Women. Mm-hmm. That would be um uh, um, you know char willie did like really out of that you saw um kendra and then the breakdown they created their thing a the woman's perspective and yet at first it had novelty and it still does they're still growing people who are still going over there but i'd rather be compartmentalized in women having channels that way dudes could choose to go over there and engage with them so it's not like okay they have their own thing versus coming um on the pan- I don't have a problem with women coming on panels, but I know dudes want to see as many panels, women free as possible. And when you look at Jessica X, I mean, Jessica X gets on panels every once in a while, but she started coming on panels. And then um, I remember her with Fantastics panel. And then I forget the conversation, but she was getting beat up like not abused as people would say, but you know, when dudes are talking, like we're, we were trying to push our arguments amongst everybody and she just happened to be there. So she was in the line of fire of that, and she handled that very well. And basically long story short, she stopped going on panels as much, at least from what I've observed, although I'm not following Jessica X like that. And then she's more on, she does her own thing on her own channel. A lot of it has to do with, I think, um, the time, uh, time, um, uh, zone thing as well so my thing is if anything it's kind of like a dam where you damned it up a little bit where it's in these spots and it just happens to how that was where they have their own stuff and then if you want to choose to engage with it over there you can and it's not like it's a whole bunch of females on panels all the time so I would ask dudes there in the chat which one do you want are you gonna complain about a channel here or there? Or are you gonna complain about every channel you go to? It's always a woman on it. Now we know they're gonna cry about the women on it because you could choose to engage with their channel or not. And um, yeah, yeah. So I don't. So if you said it was ten more people, I I don't I don't think it.
2: because he, um, in
3: here they're not gonna. People are not gonna just fire up a channel like that.
2: Yeah, right. And um, I, like I said, I think it's funny when um, I think it's funny when some men are, you know, drooling in their mouths waiting to negotiate and stuff like that. Um, but funny enough, there's yeah, some people in. Look, ah, you're, you're, you're is too. The- oh, I'm boring. Yeah, you're oh, nigga. Sorry. You're you're uh, Mr. Naked Flash is definitely running too fast, man. You gotta slow down, man. I hope uh, I hope you're not using a landline. You know you got to get that damn Wi-Fi, bro. You got to you know. Get your you're internet. better now. Yeah, you're good, man. Hope you're all not- right,
3: so I'll say this too. I've seen women's channels come and go a lot. I mean, I could give you I could rattle off a lot of names, mm-hmm. you know. And the thing is, all you got like I, I mean, look, just put out names like Nicole Michelle came from Jason, um, the femininity thing, which still exists. She came from Jason Black's camp like when jason black used to do after hours and then she came in here talking about i want to be loyal, do the red pill thing blah blah blah. interviews i'll like, say whatever long story short soon as she started talking about that secure the bag shit she switched from femininity to that okay that became a problem and everybody made sure that was a problem and then that became a dust up she ended up doing her own thing you got ashley w that came in she did everything right with the exception of she started doing that blue collar shaming, talking about I need this. That's that original. I need a man. This is I'm like, hold on, hold up. You know, you 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 attractive and all, but you're a single mother. You're you're pretty much saying that dudes that are like a plumber, electrician. So and then even though she's got like, I think, eight thousand, maybe twelve thousand now, her channel was stalled because she had a lot of people. Um, And that was on a Jap interview. That was one thing. Danica Marie came. And then you see Obsidian don't promote her like that anymore because the overwhelming swell of like, fuck this shit. You know, and she says everything right. You got to really know what you're listening for to kind of catch the fuckery in which what the rinkery says, even though for the most part herself is all right. But that shit is for the women, hearing the women say they need to stop acting as stupid as they are, more so dudes coming to negotiate. So, and also I'll say this today, and to it, I am not against a purpose.
2: Hold on. Hold on. I got I to gotta catch up to you, nigga, nigga Flash. You, you, I got to okay. catch up. I got to catch up. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Whistle. Whistle. Oh, yeah. On the play. I got to catch up. So you said a lot of shit. It's good. Um. So uh, the thing about – and we said this before, right? Someone said in the chat, I think Son of Israel said, you could pick and choose who you want to subscribe to in a space. And I feel like more than ever, people <laughs> – you're going to have to pick and choose. Uh, this is like a, uh, a program on TV. Pick and choose what program you like or like uh, Sling TV. You could pick whatever network you want to choose and go from there because some of the stuff, like I said, it's not worth watching. There are a lot of copycats out there. And here's the thing. Yes, unsubscribe. If you don't like a female in the chat, block them, hide them, add, close your uh, browser, and then just go to another channel. I mean, it's really that simple. I don't really understand the, the big deal. I mean, um, it, YouTube's always been coed. Uh, you can't control, we don't control YouTube. We don't control Google. Uh, but you can't control your channel by, if you want, if it's, if you want specifically men, hundred percent fine, you can just, uh, delete them, uh, hide them. But here's the thing. Women will always come through. They'll always come through on our, most of our analytics, even mine. Uh, it's like, 80 80 percent or so men 20 percent women 10 percent women we can't control that they are going to want to listen in it doesn't matter i mean especially if we're thinking men they're uh thinking men there will be women that want to know what the fuck we're thinking and shit right so it's it's something we can't control all right it's something we definitely can't control right and um i, I think it's going to be interesting to see like what happens if there will be 10 more <laughs> uh breakdowns and stuff like that um you know, but we can't we can't tell these people what to do. I mean, if you don't want to unsubscribe, if you don't wanna unsubscribe and just hide their channels and you're still gonna be there, well, that's up to them, right? Because there's still people that run to their channels. Oh, I can't wait to negotiate. I can't wait. It's amazing. I can't wait to to spend uh, five hours to talking to this person to change her on the panel. There's still people that want to do that shit in 2020. And there's people yeah. there's people in the space that have told me, hey. Uh, you know, you need to I like what you're doing, but you're just not doing enough. You need to talk to these women directly. We need you need to negotiate. Someone's told me that that I need to negotiate with them. Um why do you think that in 2020 some people in the space still want to negotiate with them? Why do you think that?
3: Because they're loyal to the reality that they were told exists. You know, that's all that is. I mean, the, it's always the, the thing about it is there used to be bigger channels that used to be negotiating channels. Those channels used to be way larger and way more than what they are now. And this is part of the manosphere, the black manosphere, organizing itself away from those channels. You used to have people like Amiri Brown, um, um, Andrew Ramirez, um, even uh, what's the dude? I forget to do Kevin. I forget to do uh, Robert Perkins. It used to be a lot more channels that were that was a lot of that hotep conversation, that black love conversation. That doesn't exist to that extent anymore. It just doesn't. And see, that's what a lot of these newer people don't understand. Is that stuff used to be a lot more prevalent? than what it is now, a lot more. And it didn't because you, because dudes were, a lot of dudes are in a different headspace where the question was being asked, should black men leave? And a, a basic, when I say leave, I mean like go from me to to me first and be unapologetic. And you're still at a transitional stage. Now, a lot of black men are on as it's years later, as the millennials are getting older, you're starting to hear them more and more, which will change the conversation. Also, you're also starting this because you got to think 53 percent of black men don't have children. And that's that's getting older and older and older. So also the generations are changing. That's another thing, too. Um But a lot of dudes want to negotiate because it's like they can't walk and chew gum. They hear what we say. And and some people interpret it as I'm not going to have sex with women or engage with women at all. That's not what we're saying. You know, like Ramil promotes pump and dump. You know, that's not not engaging with women. That's engaging with women, how they want to be engaged with. If you want um, angry man promotes having long term relationships with women, but not necessarily getting married to do a contract. There's different ways of engaging with women. You just always have to protect your position. A lot of these guys, they they just believe they have to give away the store to get because that's what mainstream media has taught them. I mean, everything has taught them that. But this this is like you got to remember the Manosphere is like Zion. Everywhere else ain't Zion, but here. I mean, uh, so they are hearing this and they logically understand what we say, but they emotionally don't resonate with it. And that's why they'll say, well, we're right. Notice how they say we're right, but we're right. But and they're not adding anything. They just say the same thing over and over again. And another thing, too, as far as engaging with women, unfortunately, part of being Red Pill, it's kind of like Jedi talking about, well, you can't mess with the dark side. You're going to have to mess with it in order to understand how to deal with it. Otherwise, when you touch it, you're going to turn into Anakin and you're going to wind up in fucking lava and shit.
1: You're trying to kill me. You're trying to take the pussy away from me because
3: you can't handle it. This is how dudes wind up in perpetual Red Pill rage to be honest with you. So I'm not against dudes being exposed to that because people need to know you're always one um, head blowjob away from doing that. I will say this too, because this is the most important thing. I'm not against the purple pill space. I am not against a space that is segmented where it's, it's purple pill where people can go over there, and engage with it as is. I'm just not for that being merged into um, the manosphere. I'm I'm for that to be its own space. But if people and and so if the breakdown will be more involved with a purple pill space just by definition of it being a woman and a space where you're seeing men and women interact, I'm not against that. I'm just against I'm just for it being a very, very I'm again I'm for segregation. There will be a this is your bathroom and this is our bathroom type shit when it comes to that shit. You know, it will be a clear separation based on the ideology, but I'm not against engaging with that so women can feel more. Let's call it the negotiation space where women feel more comfortable coming to that space. And because if anything, comparing that to what we say will make it seem more goofy because them niggas sound goofy as fuck when they do that. When they sit there and they say they're all for this red pill shit and then and when I say red pill, I'm talking about putting yourself first. Understand that's what I mean when I say that. And then you want to negotiate and talk about being step daddy. You look weak. And the thing is, is somebody that's been overseas, and I've like, like, and I've dealt with chicks and multiple modalities when it comes to that. You look weak. Especially in COVID when, like, pussy has never been cheaper. You look weak. You sound weak. And that's why them dudes can't even come to this space because all calls are not monitored, but all videos are recorded, goddammit. So then we can say, hey, we got your weak ass doing this weak ass shit. Explain yourself. Well, man, y'all just mad. Well, you know, Fantastic's married. So you're going to say he can't get pussy. Ramil is shown like you can't you can't see I can't no longer say we can't get pussy. That's already been done. That's over. So you can't hide behind that. So mm-hmm. now we got too many dudes that are married, were married, got kids, have shown the bitches they got. That's a dead argument. So mm-hmm. now you're going to have to answer it. And, and that's why you don't see a lot of these dudes do it because they can be clown anyway. hmm.
2: Um, quick reminder, be sure to check out Ed's channel. Uh, definitely su- check him out. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the Nerd Pill, definitely do. Uh, we do a lot of uh, different things on the channel. Uh, do commentary, uh, short videos, skits, interviews, all types of good stuff, uh, gameplay streams. So definitely uh, check that out. Uh, don't forget, we're available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and of course, uh, Anchor. Uh, another question for you, Ed. Um, when it comes to the spaces response time, uh, when it comes to maybe something comes out, an article comes out, uh, something that, um, for example, the get the booty to the poll thing, which I did a video on because it's funny, man. It was hilarious. So that's why I did a video on it. Um How do you think we are when it comes to response time on covering material? Are we, are we, how's our speed? Are we fast? Are we too slow? What do you think about that?
3: we're pretty good, but we can be better. Again, we don't focus. We don't have a particular end focus on trending news. Some channel, we do a more topic related, and this is also a part of dudes doing less uploads and more streams. So um, shout out to fantastic. I see he's done enough. He's starting to do uploads where Bill has been starting it. So we'll get faster and we need to, but we're not slow. We're pretty good about it. Okay. Like nobody covered the Jason Pope situation. Sigma covered that and Sigma uh, had 200,000 um, views off of that. So I think we're pretty good. Um, we're pretty good about that, but we can always improve and it would be beneficial for us to do so.
2: As a- yeah, I agree. I think I think we're from what I've seen, because now I, I don't be back then. I didn't know that a green gorilla existed. Now I do. You know, I, there's a, tons of people that are covering different things. And I, yeah, I think we are doing a good job for the most part. Uh, covering uh, different things, and our response time is pretty good. Uh, Of course, room for improvement, room for improvement. Because like I said, I would rather have a thinking um, black man cover some of this stuff than just the typical uh, normal black dude. On YouTube, if you get what I'm saying, I think- yeah,
3: because you got things like Google Alerts. There's a lot of ways to get this information, and then the faster you know you get the information, and like other YouTubers, a lot of times it's not copying, but I like to call it a domino effect because is gonna come in something slightly different than like I would or Fantastic Wood or Green Gorilla Wood. So what happens is a topic will get covered. It'll be like the topics of the week kind of thing. So yeah, you do need kind of like a cutting edge um, channel kind of like they get this stuff all the time first yeah. and then people pick and choose which one they want to do and then because another thing too is if you cover stuff too fast sometimes these things develop and uh-huh. then like take the Kevin thing for example and how people like not our space was really good about that but that's because we know Kevin everybody in this space doesn't even like Kevin like that so there was a difference of opinion on that yeah. but um, if you look at how everybody else covered it and then when he put the a real video out, the main video out, like that different. So it's not always a good thing. But that's also an opportunity to recover stuff as well, to give updates and stuff. So like I said, there's uh, there's room to for growth as far as how we go about doing it to be effective at bringing in new subscribers.
2: Yeah. And uh, once again, I have to give a shout out to Ramil and Fantastic because uh, in my opinion, they some of the topics they cover, I'm like, wow, man, that's I'm so, I'm so glad you covered that because I didn't think of it and sometimes they, you know, they'll have something on there. I'm like, oh wow, this is really good, and I got to get props and fantastic again.
3: They're um, they're very exceptional on uh, their topic
2: selection. Like, for example, like the the Nsars thing, thing, the thing with Nigeria, right? Of course, I was going to cover that. I have family in Nigeria. Like 90 percent of my extended family is in Nigeria. I got, okay,
3: so you're Nigerian.
2: Yeah, I'm Nigerian. Shout out to the the Niger niggas in the in the chat and shit.
3: Abuja, uh, Lagos.
2: Yeah, shout out to the Nigerian niggas. You know, niggas who be eating chin chin and. Eating the, the harder ones and shit because you don't want to get your, your relatives mad. Shout out to y'all niggas and shout out to the Fufu niggas. But uh yeah, you know, I I, I had uh people on my Facebook cousins, oh like I was kind of trying to ask, hey, what's going on? Are you guys okay? So that's why I did a video on NSARS, right? And that's where it's like, you know, based on my based on my background, I may cover something differently that's someone else may not cover. And um, fantastic, although we make fun of him because he looks African and shit. Shout out to him, Fantastic. Uh he covered that shit briefly. I'm like, oh shit. I didn't know someone else was going to cover this. So I'm like, okay, this is good. So um, I, th- I think we need to do that more. Like I said, uh, other in- people in this, in this space are doing it: Green Gorilla, um, Hassan Johnson, uh, BTS, and all those other people. Uh, we're, 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 we're. I think we're getting better at that, right? Um, always room for improvement. So for Ed, uh, Ed, um, give me some of your long-term goals um, and where do you see your, your channel going in the next five years? uh I don't know if I'm gonna have a channel the next
3: five years. What? Uh Let's t- take it year by year because, like, wow. okay, we'll do this. In the next five, I'm 34 years old, yes, so yes. I'll say this: in the next, like, just turned. So, the next five years, I'll probably, I'll probably be looking at having. So, let's do this. The best way to answer that is my channel has been in existence probably since like 2017 so what happened from then to now the first part of my channel was it was a vlog. it's pretty much was just me dumping off my thoughts outside of the hangouts and stuff like that i've been on for people that already knew me on the channels that i've already dealt with that's another thing too i kind of got a boost Because I was on panelists, so people knew me. So I had kind of like a boost of people to jump on. That's also another reason why I tend to throw, you know, share other people's channels, too. Because I know I got a boost that everybody else doesn't always get. And that's kind of me paying it forward as well as helping expand the space. So that's kind of a little hidden thing on that, too, as to why I do that. Um, But pretty much now I'm going to actually start building the channel. So as far as five years Because really with social media, you really got to take it year by year. But five years, I plan on really having a broader network that's going to be more akin to my all the business stuff that I encapsulate. So it'll probably be more of a business slash lifestyle channel, not the YouTube channel, this channel, but like just my overall social network. And then I'll probably have the stuff a lot more organized, like in a blog and stuff like that. It won't be something I'm actively doing, but like actively doing, but it will be stuff that's there. I really plan on more stepping away from that actively other than the business lifestyle stuff that I'm going to do and then putting a lot of it. Like if I build a channel to a certain level, that channel is really going to be for mining for newer people and elevating and rail gunning people up. Because I'm not going to be making this content like this. It needs to be other people, like nameless and younger versions of that, that can articulate this stuff better, that people resonate with them a little bit better. Because people can kind of perceive me as an asshole or very direct. It is what it is. That's a salesperson in me. And that's really what my long term goal is. You know, get a little bit of this money right now, but for the most part, that's the long term. I care about expanding the space more than expanding my own stuff but I have to expand my own stuff to expand the space so if you want to talk about long-term long-term like that that's gonna be and so I'll be more in the background kind of funding and not just funding people but more so like using my internet marketing skills to bring traffic into the space so people that need the exposure that I know can get people to stay and stick can do so that's my long-term goal as far as the goal between now and next year I'm just trying to get this thing to like 10K, maybe even more. And I'll probably start up a couple of more channels, more channels that lean more to sports, anime. Well, no, not anime, because that's not my lane, but sports, more to geek them, Or I'll be involved with channels that are already doing that in which we kind of have a partnership with that, as well as my classic mint mag channel that I'm going to be building up. Um, that's like between now and next year as far as the content space uh, also another thing two and five years is the manosphere has got to be in more than just um facebook and youtube like instagram we really need to be more into to be honest with you we need to be more in tiktok which means we need to tap into other niches other types of content that we're not we need to find a way to take our content and and like for emergent for other platforms. Like I'll give a perfect example. Obsidian has this thing called nigga commercials, uh, which are kind of like parody commercials, or like yeah. the parodies that you yeah. do. Some of this stuff, yeah, some of this stuff makes more sense for Instagram than it does YouTube. And we already have an audience. Like, can you imagine pulling 120 people on Instagram and Instagram Live? That's actually very impressive. No matter what the size of the channel is, even a lot of celebrities can't always do that. So we have to start aggregating this audience outside of the social media platforms so we can use that viewership as a way to build our channels telegram is actually a great way of doing it because it's a way that's not evasive to people's like phones but it's a way for people to kind of always jump into the conversation it's a little bit easier to deal with than twitter because it's focused so you don't get like lost in everything that's going on on twitter hey all right so um, yeah, so I got plans. You never asked me what game that I I play a lot, too, now, man.
2: Okay. One I thing
3: I was expecting. Nerd Niggas, where are
2: you playing currently? Mortal
3: Kombat 11. That's what I've been playing. Okay. So, I'm a very big fan of that. You getting the PS5? Hashtag Jade is Black. Um, not anytime soon. I'll probably get that probably March. I'm going to let them get the bugs out, let the niggas that want to flip the PS5 on eBay do that, but... Yeah, re- yeah. I'm not. I'm a. I game, but I don't game like. I don't game like that. Like, like based on because you gotta remember, I came up in a different time. So, um, but yeah. All
2: right, man. Yep, yep, yep. So, like I said, Ed, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, two hours in of information. Um, I don't know if you've had a a really deep interview like this before. Um, but I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, shout out to the people, everyone in the chat. Uh, this is our record for over a hundred, uh, viewers. And shout out to the people that shared the video. I think Coolgent, uh, Bernard and, um, Fantastic. I think y'all shared the video. I appreciate that. Um, definitely check out Ed, Edward, uh, AKA Nigga Flash on his channel, man. He'd be. You don't even care. He'll, he'll upload a stream. He'll just go in for like two hours. Oh, okay, nigga, I'm done. And then he'll, he'll do another one back to back. I don't know how you do that shit. But uh, shout out to you for coming through. And this will be the last time you're on a channel, man. I'll definitely need to get you on um, nerd, the nerd pill again. So I appreciate you coming on, bro.
3: No, absolutely, and, and, you know, once hopefully we got, you know, you got some subscribers and stuff as well, and then, you know, have you on my stuff for about an hour, so we can kind of get you over that 1,000. We'll schedule that maybe in a maybe couple of weeks or a month or something. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate being here, man, and definitely, you know, peace out, man.
2: All right, man. You have a good weekend. All right, you too. All right, peace. All right, shout out to uh, AKA Nigga Flash for coming through. <laughs> uh the the most long-winded winded nigga on the space. Uh he's definitely we need to give him a trophy that this has the flash on it and give give it to that nigga because he deserves that shit. Um I hope you take a lot of breaths, uh, Ed after this uh, long-winded interview. I hope you you know you're you're breathing. But a shout out to Ed for coming through. Uh shout out to the people who came through. Uh appreciate it. Um I will be on Red Sing the Blues channel tomorrow at 7 p.m. so you can see me there he'll be doing a one-on-one with me on his channel so look out for that but uh yeah man more uh gameplay streams interviews i got a skit coming soon i gotta work on the next skit uh, more uh case files and shit so i'll see you guys later uh have a good rest of your weekend and be safe niggas and uh peace out